Carne Asada is back at Cafe Rio. Try tender steak that's marinated for hours in a blend of hand-squeezed lime juice, fresh cilantro, garlic, and a hint of serrano peppers. Grilled to perfection, sliced just right, and ready to serve in your favorite entree. Carne Asada is only here for a limited time, so stake your claim today. Visit your closest Cafe Rio restaurant or order ahead in the app for pickup or delivery. The obsession is real at Cafe Rio. Linda Kassam is known as the food, wine, and shopping diva, and she's joining us on today's Big Blend Radio Vacation Station Travel Show to talk about basically, you know, they think they say heaven is the big, you know, white puffy clouds and the blue blue sky with uh, you know angels and everything, but take this in: seven days of floating in France on the Viking River cruise. It went from Lyon to Provence, and she sips wine, as you know, fine wines as you go coffees, crafted brews, mm. you get off the cruise, you go into the little ports of call, walk the, sh- you know, the streets of the villages, walk go the shopping, <laughs> uh, get a cooking lesson, watch horses and men and bulls, you know, just <laughs> eating chocolate, tasting all the fine food. I mean, it sounds to me like that would be my idea of heaven, is to float on a, just to float down the river <laughs> through the countryside and do all these things. So it sounds like she had a really good time. Uh, Linda is a professional travel food and wine writer. She's based out of Southern California, except for in the summer when she's floating again on a boat up in Washington State with her husband, Alan. There's a trend here. Yes, there's a trend. She likes to float. She's gone boat-worthy. She is. She's a boating diva, uh, sailing diva. Uh, she's the president of the International Food Wine Travel Writers Association. You can read her stories. Go to All in Good Taste. Dot info, and you can read our articles and listen to our past Big Blend radio interviews. Just go to BigBlendNetwork.com, type in Diva, and you'll find her. And her articles are also featured in Big Blend radio and TV magazine. You can follow her on Facebook under her name, Linda Kassam, and on Twitter. Diva Linda, how's it going out on the boat? Uh-oh, wait, 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 wait. I am dockside. You. You're dockside. Okay, hello? I had, I, hello, are you there? She's dockside. You're the docking diva? I am the docking diva today. That's right. From um, Monday or Tuesday, we're heading out. Ooh, Ooh, where are you going? No, I'm here. Hello? Okay. Where where are you going? Yes, we're there. Oh, where am I going? Oh, I know. Yes. Sorry about that. (laughs) We're going to go down to Olympia, which is a great uh, two-day four-day trip, and uh, you, you dock out in the bay the first night, and then the second night you dock on the dock, and there's a farmer's market and a great shopping town, and it's a, it's a great little boating stop, so it's all good. Now, I know we're going to talk about France, but I know you just had another floating adventure, too, that you went on the uncruise cruise with wines. I did, and it was a wonderful trip. They're called um, exploration trips rather than they're a cruise, but they're more of an adventure or exploration, so they're not as fancy as the Viking-type cruises, but they are certainly as much fun, and uh, I think we're going to talk about that in a month or so. And uh, 
we went on the Snake River and we did some wine tasting and food tasting and I don't know all what, but it was uh, it was a, like kind of like a steamboat sort of thing, or it looked like a steamboat, but it was from 1897 or something. But really, really fun, fun, fun. Loved it. Called the end cruise because you don't dress up. There's no, well, there is a captain's dinner, but the captain sits by himself. It's kind of a funny story. I'll tell you about that later. But anyway, it's very, very uncruisy, and it's. Uh, uh, a wonderful experience, and it's in Portland. You start in Portland and you end in Portland, and it's uh, one of the one of the best trips, uh, one of the best uncruises I've ever had. So I'm liking the right small on. ship cruising much better. Yeah, I'm liking it much much better than the, the large ship. I think there's a time in your life where the large ships are important to go on, uh, especially if you have children and so forth. But uh, uh, later on, when you're looking more for luxury and um, adults with no children sorts of cruises, these small cruises are just perfect. So the Viking you know, River Cruise, when I was reading your article, and everyone, you'll be able to read this in Big Blend Radio and TV magazine, you're cruising, but it's a smaller cruise, so you don't have like thousands. I mean, because you've talked about the floating city, which environmentally, you know, I'm kind of in two minds, and I know that they're making changes. Cruises, I've been reading the reports, cruise ships are looking that they have to get a little bit better in environmental standards. But with the Viking River Cruise, it didn't sound like you had the world on board with you, that it was um, a lot less people, and it sounded, I mean, to me, there's, it's, I mean, okay, maybe it's just because there's a spirits beverage package that you can add on to. They don't come knocking on your door for, they don't nickel and dime you for every sip you take. <laughs> there you go. That's well put, Nancy. Well done. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Just, um, I think that the, the thing that I enjoyed most about it is a maximum, I think, of 120 people. And you consider that most people come in twos, so that's not 120 rooms. That's 120 people. Um, wow. They give up the nickel and diming you of just like you said. There's something called a, a, a silver beverage packet where you pay. Uh, it depends on the length of the cruise. Mine was $150, but for that they never question what you want to drink unless you go to the really, really uh, high-end, expensive stuff. Uh, and you know that would be like a celebration. But the stuff they served was wonderful. They have a a farm that watches all of this. They let they serve local wine, so you're not, you know, drinking California wines in uh, France. And uh, you can have all the espressos and cappuccinos and soda and lemonade and cocktails, anything you want, anytime you want. And I think what was really nice as well, you don't have to hide <laughs> bringing your own uh, uh wine and liquor aboard. They they encourage you to do that if that's what you want to do. If you pick up a bottle Yay. and you bring something from home. Wow. It's fine. and you can and there's no cork each charge and they you know they uh talk to you about what you have and they're very excited about it and there's no children. I think you can go there I think you can come on if you're twelve or above but I don't know many twelve year olds or families of twelve year olds uh through eighteen that would find that this kind of a a cruise fun. There's no um, uh, gambling. Uh, you know, it's it's a little quieter, and uh, there's three meals a day, not 15 meals a day. So you eat when you're supposed to, and uh, yeah, I know. But service I is like beautiful. 
yeah, I mean, it's just really, it's an adult experience, and I think if you have tried uh, the larger uh, cruise ships and, you know, you, you hated yourself for bringing on your own booze and, you know, you, you didn't like dodging the children or hearing the clang of the, you know, gambling and all that, and the, there's no shows, there's uh, just evening entertainment in terms of uh, either a talk or uh, lounge music, which is which was really nice, and there's no signing of mm. checks or anything like that. I mean, it's just it's just an adult experience that I, I highly recommend, uh, to especially if you want to relax. And you know what's really important to me is that they stop the silliness about you're on vacation and you can't work. Well, I'm sorry, but, you know, life goes on and you do have to work, and especially in my case, uh, you know, the Internet is a lifeline to me. And so they refurbished yeah. and rebuilt these rooms so that there's a, an app, a Internet uh, it's internet easy, internet access. It's still Europe. I mean, Europe sucks when it comes to the internet. But I will say this: they gave it their best try, and I was very happy. And I only had to use my data once in a while. So, uh, you know, wow. these are changes. And we had a heated bathroom floor. I tell you what, that I, that's a happy day for me. <laughs> Steven, I love this. I love this. So, so okay, because to me, I this actually oh sounds gosh. like it would make a really good um, honeymoon and even an anniversary, yes. you know, kind Absolutely. of package to go on. You know, because yep. I like that, you know, Nancy, you know, Nancy, now you put us in Vegas. We love all the ding, ding, dings, and we go around like crazy, and then you wake up one morning going, and your head is just buzzing and, and yeah. ringing, you know. <laughs> but but there's these, these quieter things. I, I think you're, you know, going to the different stops and having the excursions and then coming back to cruise again and have a nice dinner, it, you get to actually savor the experience of the day going out and doing your adventures, but then actually taste the wine and even taste the wine that you may have purchased at one of the local, you know, markets or villages or wineries. That's right. Yep, you can bring your own food aboard if that's what you want, like you've been to a farmer's market or you've been to the chocolate shop or whatever. You don't have to hide it under your coat or down in your purse, you know. You can... <laughs> you can just bring the stuff back aboard, and, you know, they're, they're happy to give you glasses for your room, and, you know, they'll open it up. Wow. And, you know, it's just a really, as I said, it's adult experience. And they're really smart because they include every day a package uh, off-board. So every day or almost every day uh, you pull in and you uh, get off the ship in the morning, which this is very smart, too. So they get you off in the morning and breakfast first, then morning, and, uh, and it's always a walking tour. And I think that is absolutely brilliant. I mean, yeah. they don't have you on buses for hours except for uh, maybe one when we went to uh, the Beaujolais uh, place. But other than that, uh, it was fabulous. Oh, well, and when we went to Cattle Ranch, it was a bit of a drive. But it, but that's okay. It, the, the point is is that they do this interesting thing. They When you go off the ship, uh, for these tours, you get a, uh, a letter, and the letter is uh, assigns you to a bus or to a group. And every day it's different, so you don't go with the same people. And I think that that was really nice. smart. So you get to meet you get That's to meet cool. all the other people, and uh, you know, you know, I'm sure that if you were you know dying to be with your best friend, that they would accommodate that. But uh, by room, they assign you different things and different people. And they even had, which I thought was very good. So 
these walks could be quite intense, and they're on cobblestones, and you have to be careful and so forth. But if you're part of a slower group or your your mobility is impacted, they have what they call the uh, – they don't call it the slow group, but it is a slow group. And so they go <laughs> probably 50% less and 50% slower, and these people still can enjoy, each, you know, company, and they're not – like segregated out because of the handicap types. I mean, it's just a really thoughtful effort. Nice. So the fast ones go on the fast stuff and the, the ones that have, you know, because it, it doesn't mean that you're old because you can't, you're not mobile. I mean, stuff happens, you know. You know, you hurt your leg before you got on, your arm, whatever, your face, whatever it is. And uh, so that, that was another thing that I think I was very impressed in. And, and think about this. This is free. This is not free. But, I mean, it's included in your price. So you're not wow. having to, you know, well, maybe I'll, I'll pass on this because it's expensive, like on the large cruises, right? So this is included. And then they give you, um, on some in some of the places, they give you an option or two. And even that isn't very expensive or what I've seen uh, from the larger ships. So, and everything was professional, well done, well thought out. I mean, they have, they have their best people on this. And, you know, I'm... I'm not one to be happy about everything that happened, so, uh, but I was very happy with this particular cruise. <laughs> well, I love the, the Internet, too. I just want to touch on that for a second because okay. I know when you go on cruise ships, you know, if you want the Internet, yeah. man, it's like, here, you might as well pay for another cruise. You know, it's like yeah. you talk about, you know, nickel and diming to death. And dollar and five dollar into death. Also, but it's not just, I mean, this allows people like doctors to go on. Uh, this yep. allows you know professionals to travel, but also you know there's stuff going on in the world. I don't want to bring anything up, but you need your emergency access to people, and you get to post things on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, Snapchat, blah blah blah, which yeah. promotes them. I mean, it exactly. lets everybody know. What this is why internet should be freely available and expertly done. I think part of the you know the growth of tourism is because of social media, because Absolutely. people are one-upping each other on their adventures, and that's part of this experiential travel um, explosion that is happening, is people want to have a better Facebook adventure or showcase their adventure on Facebook and beat out their buddies. There's a competitiveness to this. Don't you think, Diva Linda? <laughs> I would, that was really well said, and Nancy, you are on your game today. Yeah, um, I would say that that's exactly it, and I just uh, appreciate being uh, treated as an adult and a professional and not being told I'm on vacation, so, you know, the privilege of having Internet is going to cost me $5 a minute. You know, I really... Oh, yeah, you know, that's the hotels have been using that kind of excuse for years, like, especially if they don't have phones. Well, that's so you can enjoy the wilderness. Not. I know. And, you know, I know. So that I you can't call an ambulance if you should so need to. Yes. 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 You know. Yes. These are all things now, that we can do and we should be doing. Now, what did you pack as a diva going on a cruise? Because, you know, as soon as you hear the word cruise, it's like, oh, do we need a cocktail dress? Do we need high heel shoes? And then you're going down cobblestone streets. What did you pack? Or what should we pack? So this, from this is experience? A, yeah. This is the new way to this is the new way to cruise. And if you actually read the instructions they send you, which uh, sometimes they do and sometimes they don't, just when I happen to. And if you see the word cobblestone, anything, it means no <laughs> flip flops. You can wear them on the boat if you want, but. 
you, I cannot tell you the number of people who wore flip flops and backless sandals. And you're you're gonna you're gonna hurt yourself. Your ankle's gonna go left or right mm-hmm. or underneath you, and that's just the way it is. So wh- basically, nowadays, here's what I do: I pack two pairs of shoes wherever I go. One is a sturdy walking shoe, even if they don't say if you're going to be walking, you always walk someplace. And uh, and then a uh, pair of uh, dressy type of still uh, sturdy sandals, and they make those now, so that's okay. I dress in generally one color. So, you know, this, this particular uh, uh, thing, I think I was either in black, all black or all blue and, uh, and layers. And that seems to, and because it was sort of rainy, you have to bring a light raincoat. And other than that, if, you know, we always say, if you forget something, you'll just buy it when you're there. But uh, dress in mm. layers, two pairs of shoes, don't bring an umbrella. My husband loves to do that, but that's heavy. Don't bring an umbrella because, you know, where we used to bring heavy umbrellas, now we we pack all of our electronics, right? So that takes the place of that, and so we've brought all of our electronics. The curling and, iron uh, replaces the umbrella. Curling That's iron, really what it is. bring all your adapters. And on this ship, there was no uh, fancy stuff, as there was no fancy stuff on the uncruise that I took. They stopped that. They pretty much stopped the captain's dinner silliness. So, you know, because captain dinners means generally they're inviting somebody to sit with the captain. Now, who is that? And, you know, why isn't it me? But uh, Yeah, so you're the diva. There was no captain's <laughs> dinner. There was a, there was a uh, farewell dinner, which there should be. There was a, uh, a uh, fiesta sort of uh, celebrate Provence um, luncheon where everybody, it was almost like a fiesta, but, you know, and that was wonderful. But... Uh, there's two dining options, and you don't pay. I mean, that's both included. So, you know, on large cruise ships, the really good dining is the one you have to pay for, right? But in these, you either do what would be considered a formal sort of sit-down, or you can go up on the uh, fantail and have a patio dinner. Same food, it's just uh, maybe a couple less choices, but there you are out on the Back of the boat, which I can't remember what that's called, but anyway, you're on the back of the boat and you're in the patio setting, and it was the beautiful. Rump, the stern. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. The back. The back of the boat. I, I don't know. Stern. Anyway, so. I like it was that, though, lovely. to be able to be outside. To be outside and it's, eat and look at the water to me. I mean, was that, right. oh. and I want to get into some of the activities, but when you were cruising, I mean, you you had a photo of your room, I think, when you first started, and I saw on mm-hmm. Facebook, and I'm like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, this looks amazing. Can you, from yep. your room and from outside, are you seeing just water, or are you seeing, like, the countryside and towns pass you by? So that's very, that's a good question, because, uh, you know, on the way up the river or down the river, anyway, one way you're looking sort of at the towns and all that, and then when you come back, your room is situated differently, so you're looking more at the river and so forth. So you remember, you're just on a, you're on the Sone and the uh, Rhone, and these are not huge rivers. These are, you know, they're a good size, but they're, you could swim across them, I think, if you, you know, knew how to swim well. So, uh you have a small patio. All the rooms, I believe, had patios and big uh, glass doors. And uh, you could either go outside or you could sit in your bed and watch scenery and or water. But remember, the Sone and the Rhone are not huge rivers. They're not. They're, hmm. So it's not like you're looking at an ocean. It wouldn't be like that. So there's always a town or rolling hills or uh, 
you know, cool. this lovely landscape of different types. And, of course, you know, the further you go down, the, you know, it changes. And sometimes you're in uh, really lush stuff. Sometimes you see vineyards. Sometimes you don't. But, uh, you know, quite beautiful. Never never boring. You go through uh, eight locks, I think, if that was correct. It, oh, so cool. So, you know, the, going through locks are fun. And, um you know, it's fun to go, the boat goes up, the boat goes down, you know, you can see the size of these things that have been there forever, the size of the locks, and uh, very, very interesting. Now, let's talk about cowboys and bulls, because that, <laughs> All right. this is not what I expected, cowboys in France, no. and, you know, Argentina, no. yes, but cow, France, I was like, what? And then I'm going, now you talk about a bull ring, and as soon as I heard about the bull ring, I'm like, Oh, oh no. no, I'm going to have to email uh-huh. Linda and say, Linda, yeah, Linda, okay. no, I knew no bullfighting. And I yeah. know, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I was like scared too. But this this is this is not um, like the bullfights of Spain. No, so when I read the, um, this was an extra, so this did cost uh, a little bit more money to go on. It did involve a, a bus ride of about 45 minutes, and all I all I sort of skimmed through was cowboys and uh, horses, and I thought in the middle of France, really. So I wasn't really I didn't understand when they said bulls. I just thought not like meat bulls, you know, something I don't know, or sperm bulls. I don't know. I I wasn't thinking <laughs> like bull rings. But, yeah, I don't know. That's not what I was thinking. So, anyway, when you get there, there's this beautiful, beautiful uh, uh, land where they raise these very special, beautiful white horses and uh, these really interesting bulls, these big, I mean, they are big black suckers. They are are big. And they're very... um, uh, they have a head of their own, and I thought, oh, my God, don't tell me they kill these things. And then they explained the story, which is fine, which this is a national sport, but there nobody dies, nobody gets gored, none of that. This is more of an agility thing. So I, it's kind of cute. They put between these, these big bulls, it, between their horns, they put roses or uh, ribbons or some sort of something that you're supposed to sort of dance around the bull and try to grab the uh, these ribbons and then take them and you get points for them. And then at the end of the year, you get some sort of prize. But the interesting thing about this, so nobody, nobody, generally nobody gets hurt unless you, you know, well, I don't know. They never talked about anybody getting hurt. So I, I doubt they mm. get hurt, but they could, I guess. But bulls don't, mm-hmm. and that's the most important thing. And so the bulls become like rock stars or sports stars. And so as you go through the countryside later on, you begin to see that there are statues, huge statues of these bulls that have been, for some reason, they're they're glorified bulls and they're all part of this bull ring thing and people and towns adopt the bulls and they become famous and they love them and they have stats on them and it's just a a real crazy thing that they just love and, and, as I said, Nobody dies, and when nobody gets hurt or anything, and so when the bulls get a little older, or they just, you know, don't have the tolerance for uh, doing the bull ring thing, they just retire them, and they live a nice little life, and people love them, and they honor them, and so forth. So it's a very, uh, it's interesting. I didn't read any negative remarks when I was doing my research on it because I wanted to make sure, just because they told me this wasn't a bad thing, that. You know, mm. maybe somebody else thought it was a good thing, but so it seems to be fine. But you know, one of the most interesting things is that there's cowboys and cowgirls, and 
they're all dressed up for beautiful horses. And the thing about these bulls is, of course, they have to, you know, eat and they're in a pasture and they have to be moved. And you cannot move them with a the dog. They're not. They're just. They're not going to do that. They. Uh, they. These horses are specially trained and they're big enough to, so that the bulls think twice about uh, getting uh, nasty with the with the horses. Now I did see a standoff uh, between a bull and a horse, and the horse gave in. So you know that uh, in the end, if the if the bull doesn't want to go, it's not going. But uh, <laughs> they're beautiful little hmm. things, and they're very curious about why you're in a big, you know tram thing looking at them and uh, I don't know it's very interesting they have a one of the lady bulls is a is the um, the matron of, of all the other bulls that are around her and she leads the way so the horses try to get the female bull to, to move on and, uh, and wow. then the rest will follow so it's very, yeah it's very interesting and all they're beautifully taken care of and they're lovely and it was I, I it was a beautiful thing. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. And I enjoyed it, and who would know there were cowboys and bulls and these famous horses and people in cowboy suits running around. And I think I sent you some pictures of the of the uh, cowgirls as well, who are very adept at this. And uh, we got to see how they round them up when they have to have their shots and so forth. And uh, very, you have to be very careful. You have to take them out of the herd one by one. You, they, they're not put into a like a pen that you you know like a cow pen. They're not done. It's not done wow. that way. These things are really honored and loved, and they, you know, they're just take, so well taken care of. But as far as I could see, they all seemed happy. Horses seemed happy. It was all. It was a very good experience. So, do they do the cape thing, or they just really no. are going to no, run no. up? Takes no cape. Yeah. So I there's no the tormenting or teasing. Not that I know of. The, the all all these guys want to do is get these ribbons because it 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 amounts to points and it amounts to um, uh, money at the end of the, uh, the season. So mm-hmm. they let the bull out. And, the, and now remember what I told you, though. These bulls, a dog can't herd them. So a person's not going to be able to herd them, right? So there's some mm-hmm. sort of a de- – you have to go to school for this. You, you're not allowed to just apply and go in. They make you go to school for this. And so you have to learn all the nuances of how not to hurt the bull and how not to hurt yourself and so forth. And I didn't get to see a demonstration, but as I understand it, the bull goes out and he doesn't, of course, want anybody touching. You know, you're not petting these animals, but uh, they just want to go up and try to get these ribbons. And I guess it's, you know, just like a little little sort of dance sort of thing. And, uh, Pin the tail and on the donkey. I guess, yeah, okay. I would say that you well, know, apparently really. the bulls get 
if they get irritated, they will, you know, do some stomping or maybe a little bit of chasing, but there's also some safeguards and effects so that the bulls don't get hurt and the cowboys don't get hurt. So I now let's talk about – go ahead. No, that was it. I was going to say, I want to. So you play with with bulls, you play with cowboys and cowgirls, these beautiful white horses, and um, now you go over to taste the taste of Provence. Is it Avignon food tour? I'm, yep. I don't know how to speak. Yep. Yeah. Oh, no, perfect. Yeah, that was perfect. It's a champagne I'm drinking. I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> so you went on a foodie tour, which I know this is a big yeah. deal for you. Is you know yes, this is yes. this is a diva style day and and but uh, you you got to so, chocolate and tea. I mean I know you love your tea. Oh, it was a true um, it was a true food tour. So walking around, we went to the their famous uh, outdoor market. Well, it's actually an indoor market, but uh, but they have all sorts of meats and spices and cheeses and, you know, just a wonderful farmer's market that you might expect, you know, wonderful produce and all of that. And uh, and then they selected certain places for us to go, a special chocolate shop as well that was separate. And, you know, all these really wonderful local types of um, places to go that were not um, uh, chains or anything like that. They're just mom and pop sorts of things that make delicious Things and it was just oh the teas were wonderful the chocolates were wonderful everything we ate was wonderful and it was just really really wonderful and then we went for the afternoon they took us to this uh, maison they forgot and uh, oh my god this was like something out of a French art film some woman has this beautiful home that she turned into this part cafe part art studio. Ooh. Part, part, bocce ball sort of thing. Part, cooking school. <laughs> and it, 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 honestly, it was like being in a French film. I mean, each room was staged to be beautiful. I even show you the bathroom. The bathroom had uh, rose petals around it and flowers, and it was it was a piece of artwork all in itself. So we did go to a cooking school there, and uh, we were supposed to make our lunch. Unfortunately, well, most most of the stuff came out pretty good, but our desserts just failed miserably, so they had to punt on that one. But um, we we misunderstood <laughs> the directions. We were supposed to be making cream puffs, and somehow the group thought we were making we were practicing with the dough. So we were making things like initials and stars <laughs> and things, and that was that's not how you get to a cream puff. So that that wasn't that wasn't no, exactly naughty. That <laughs> No, oh, no, and now but, you killed uh, your yeasties. You 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 gave yeah. me a new a new term though because you talked about you know you were you were walking through seeing you know going to you know the local shops and the farmers market and there's upsta- upscale stores so I know you're definitely in heaven. And then yep. which you said married at some leche vitrine. I don't know how to pronounce this. It's but you lech, said it's leche vitrine and it means window licking. So instead of window shopping, it's window licking, as the French say. Yes, yeah, so that isn't that. I like that. It sounds, heard. it sounds Lich very odd. I know. Are you saying latrine? No, L-I, no L-A. Vitrine, the V, vitrine. V-I, V-I, sorry. Vitrine, like vines. Because I'm thinking we're looking in the bathroom. No, no, upscale stores, you're going window shopping. But because they have, you know, food and all kinds of beautiful things, 
your window oh. looking because you just you you've got that. It makes you oh. crave it. It's tempting. I oh, get that. Candy. So window they're, licking to me. Yeah. Window licking. Oh, so, yeah, so I'm going to go. They have all this beautiful fruit. Oh, yeah. Ooh, oh, my gosh. All this, these beautiful displays is only the French can do it. I mean, you want to go wow. in and eat everything, and I think pretty much we did. It was it was fabulous. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to the local fireman's house and, and you know, the firehouse. I'm going to do some window licking. Yeah. And if they ask you what you're wow. doing, you can say, Lesh yeah, you know. Vitrine, Lesh Vitrine, yes. Lesh Vitrine, I'll just say, hey, don't, don't arrest me. Oh, by the way, who are those men in the boat, floating in the boat, <laughs> who are rowing the boat? Who were they? Who were the men? Were you just taking? Oh, I think they were just local people having a great time. We should, we should be with them. They were, that was a, that was a nice, uh, that was a nice thing to watch. I love the chef photo, the guy with the big poofy red hat. He looks so happy. Oh, wasn't that great? He's like, come on, he, come and eat. These people, hey. they tell me, I, I eventually interviewed the uh, the food and beverage manager, which, ma- manager, which they call the chef, the maitre d'. Uh, and um, these people are paid well. They are uh, compensated in many different ways. And I didn't meet anybody complaining. The staff is not doesn't complain. They, uh, I didn't hear any, you know, off talk about this person was doing that or that person was doing that. They all worked in harmony, and and the chef, that was a crepe chef or a, a, a breakfast chef, I think, doing uh, omelets, and he was rather festive looking, wasn't he? He was quite wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, okay. Now, Vivier's France. Um, Vivier. Vivier. So Vivier. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm getting a lesson here. Um, this was building licking more than window licking, right? <laughs> this, this is yes. historic building yes. licking. So, so in Vivier, uh, <laughs> this was more about um, looking at architecture. So now we're now we've done the food experience, and so this is smart because now they're uh, the next day they're taking you into a beautiful old town, but cobblestone streets. This is where you remember no flip flops because you just slide right off them. I mean, that's just the way it is. But you can see beautiful views, very steep climbing, very steep walking, uh, gorgeous views at the top. And if you're interested in uh, anything that has to do with architecture, this would be the day that you would love the most. And, uh, you know, you remember from this experience that you need to wear sunblock at all times, no matter how cloudy it looks, and uh, appropriate shoes. And once again, uh, wear layers because in the morning it's cooler and the afternoon it's, it's warmer. So this is, if I remember correctly, this is about a one and a half hour walk through this, uh, up, 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 all the way up, and then uh, down, and then through uh, a small town, of which every town has a ice cream parlor. Just, just saying, or gelato. Oh, that's important. So you know, yeah, that's very that's important. An- But, I I mean, these are 12th 12th century buildings and cathedrals. Yes. Some of the photos I was looking at, I mean, it just, I feel like I want to be Joan of Arc when I look at these buildings, you know. You really really take a look at this stuff. We have nothing like this, of course, in the U.S., and uh, this is old, old, old stuff that most of it's been well cared for. It looks wonderful. It's not falling apart, and um, uh, it's just a... I mean, you'll see this really 12th century building, and right next to it is a market. I mean, you know, it's really, it's great. They don't, they integrate their uh, communities. 
which I like. I, you know, I not one for just seeing a section of town that all you get to see is, you know, just architecture. But you know, people live there and they work there. I don't know how in the hell to get their food and furniture up there, but they do, and it, and they have porch <laughs> churches everywhere. And I don't know, it's it's quite beautiful, and it was well worth the hour and a half walk. I'll tell you that. Well, everything is walking in Europe. You know, you're walking yeah. and walking, and I, I've watched. So much House Hunters International is one of those things where if it's on, I'm, I, you know, all hell goes loose yes. for me because I'm like always interested. It's, it's a little bit different. I'm always fascinated how people are living in places, and I always look when, when it goes to France. I mean, you're right. It's upstairs. These tiny. I mean, especially yeah. Paris. I mean, you. I mean, my bathroom yeah. is mm-hmm. bigger than an apartment. Sometimes, you know, you look at it going, wow, how do they do that? But I watched uh, how they got their furniture up there. Of course, everyone pretty much just brings their dinner home for the day. You know, it's like they bring yep. what you can carry in one hand upstairs and everything's walking. Yep. And that's why they're skinnier than us. <laughs> a lot of us Americans are skinnier. <laughs> but they take mm-hmm. things with, in cranes, just like in New York City. Mm-hmm. They'll do the same thing. Oh. They use cranes and take them up through the windows. That's why I think oh. French doors were created. That's just my oh. my idea. That's you know that probably is wrong, but they do use a lot of cranes. I mean, so when you move, there's no vans. You just bring it all by crane, and everybody else can pick it up. Which after moving, I think that is a brilliant idea. I just want to get men with a crane, and um, that's how we do it from now <laughs> you on. You know, I think you're all right. your men come you know, with I cranes. Think they were, I think they were saying something about somebody. One of the, in one of these old houses, somebody was uh, moving, and there was a crane, and the whole street was blocked off. And they were saying something about you had to have get a permit, and the permit's not easy to get because they have to block everything just in case the crane or the the furniture or whatever you know sways or whatever. I've forgotten about that, but you're absolutely right. But I mean, it's crazy. I there's you know a lot of these places don't have elevators, and uh, you're right. Yeah, good. On your game today. Hey. Absolutely. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. I love the playoffs. Anything can happen. But the best part? It's like bonus football. And bonus football means betting bonuses with Gambit DC. For a limited time, get up to a 57% multi-sport parlay boost on the Gambit DC app, online, or at any Gambit DC retail location throughout the district. It's the most exciting time to be a fan. So make your play and get the home field advantage with Gambit DC. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. Please buy responsibly. Now, locomotive breath. Remember that song of Jay? <laughs> What's his name? You're um, right. Jethro Tull. You went on, okay, I want you to know that Nancy and I had a full-on discussion the other day about how we're going to change up a lot of our travel because we want to do Amtrak travel. We were thinking about this, yes. how cool to do the Back East Parks and things. Mm-hmm. Ever since you did the Santa Barbara story with Amtrak and going car-free, yeah. we were going, you know, we need to look into this. Why we not? need to look into the, the Amtrak thing because just like you're saying, being on the Viking River cruise, you've got Internet, we're like, huh. 
now our minds are going, how do we do a radio show on a moving train? Oh, that would be so much fun. And so we're in this, we just have some weird ideas of what we want to do. But now you've got to go on a locomotive through gorges. And I wanted to email you on your photos for friends for the article because I was looking at one going, Linda, were you, you know, going through the southwest? Because you had these rocky pictures of yes. like, you know, like would be here in, in yes. Tucson actually in some of the areas. Yes. Yeah, there, there are these gorgeous 300-mile-high, you know, uh, cliffs. And I, uh, a lot of what this uh, this arch is, the, it's the gorge of the arches, I think is what it is. But it, um, people generally uh, rent canoes in the bottom part and sort of go, go through the water section or hikes, lots of hiking there. But it's like going to one of our national parks. It's, it's beautiful. You climb, climb, climb on the steam train, and it's, uh, you know, not a train like Amtrak. It's a you know an old locomotive, steam locomotive that you go up, uh, up, 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 and then you reach a high point and you get off the train. You walk around. Uh, you look down. You see the beautiful views. You get back on the train. And down you go. So I would say it's probably a maximum from the time you hit the parking lot to the time you hit back on your car or whatever you're doing. It's probably a two-hour experience. But uh, it was. It was so stunning and so beautiful, and there's just no way that unless you're an expert, expert hiker that you could ever see this. I mean, it's just sheer cliffs and uh, twists and turns, and uh, it's just beautiful. I mean, it's not all that expensive either to go, but this is, once again, part of uh, the, uh, the free or part of your package when you go on the ship, and I thought it was it was quite wonderful. And while we were there, we learned about a uh, type of uh, liqueur called uh, Myrtle, and uh, it comes in mm. I think coffee flavor and blueberry. And what they do with it mm. is they put it in Chardonnay, mm. and. And I was supposed to have a tasting of that on 4th of July, but uh, the people we were going to do the tasting that didn't show up, so we didn't do it. But uh, I will do it eventually. And I think it's just like it tastes it's a beautiful uh, blueberry liqueur that you would not – well, you might you might put it in a – and have it as an after-dinner aperitif perhaps. But anyway, I'm very interested in why they would add it to Chardonnay. That seemed to me to be very odd. I know it would be beautiful in uh, Champagne. There's no doubt about that. I mean, it would be absolutely gorgeous. But why Chardonnay? So I don't have that answer hmm. yet, but perhaps the next time I talk to you, I will. But anyway, that, well, those are the wonderful things Well, why didn't you invite us for the 4th of July? <laughs> well, <laughs> you yeah, see, <laughs> we would have driven know, up to Washington just for the or taken the Amtrak, even Good. better, up to Washington yeah, to taste right. some blueberry um, you know, liqueur. That sounds good. So yeah. uh, the oh, other part that you... You talked about Lyon, France being like the foodie, oh. the, yeah, oh. 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 So Lyon is one of the larger cities that you go to, and this is a stop all in itself. And anybody that uh, knows about food, and you used to have Marilyn Hill on quite a bit, and Marilyn was in love with mm-hmm. Paul Bacuse, and that's a, the, so he's their head foodie chef there, and he sort of made the place, and every year they have this big uh competition amongst international chefs about who can do the best uh, food and so forth. But this is a beautiful city with high, high high-end shopping, beautiful markets, gorgeous stores, wonderful architecture. If you're going to go anywhere, Lyon would be the place to go. You know, it's uh, just a beautiful, beautiful town. And uh, it's it's not really a walkable town because there's 
the areas are sort of scattered out. Once you get to an area, you can certainly walk it, but you would need uh, a cab or something to go from uh, place to place. But uh, the basilica there is just gorgeous if you like seeing old uh, churches. And uh, the, sh mm. the shops are just, oh, my God, they're just amazing shops. And the open-air markets, of course, are wonderful. But the, the big deal is uh, to try to eat at a Paul Bocuse eatery. And you need uh, you need to have your smarts about you because you have to do reservations. It's not one of those places. He I think he has three or four places there, but they're all packed all the time because he's so famous. And his deal is that he just does uh, he doesn't oversauce things. They're just very fresh meat, fish and vegetables. And uh, never heard anybody that's been to anything that he's done saying it was less than perfect. So uh, mm. uh, if you go to Lyon take the time to, to book a, a, a lunch or a dinner. Uh, it's going to be expensive, let me just tell you that. But, uh, you know, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and I'm really sorry that I didn't do that because we had enough time for me to go off the ship and and uh, have uh, a meal there. And it was... Uh, well, you can. There's even. another time. You know you're going to go There's back to France. Time? So, God, you know, the so. bucket yeah. is... The, you know, did you ever find that the more you travel, the more bucket list items you add? <laughs> yeah, it gets longer because and you, longer. You, yeah. I, that's the problem. Every time you go somewhere, you discover something you should have done, and it's like you, know, you just – that's why we keep going in circles, I think. It is, you know, that's – you just keep adding more and more and more that yep. you need to do because you keep learning more, and that's the beauty of travel. Your final destination, Beaujolais – you went so that's yes. like wine tasting and um, oh, Moulin yeah. Moulin Moulin Vince. Oh, I cannot say. Don't pronounce the T. Moulin Vin. So um, this was a beautiful, beautiful uh, trip. And the thing I appreciated about this is they didn't take you to four wineries so your palate died. They took you to one winery. It was extremely special. We got to go through the rolling hills of Beaujolais. And see, you know, you get Beaujolais wine on your table, you buy it, and you love it. But, you know, there's nothing like seeing where all this stuff finally comes from, seeing all the signs, seeing the flowers, seeing the bushes, seeing the water. I mean, so they took us to one of the the most prestigious wine uh, cellars there, and uh, we were met by the owner, which was very, very nice. And then we uh, had a special tasting in the in the cellar, and that was uh, lovely as well. And uh, I enjoyed that a lot. I, I just thought we got to see the beautiful vineyards, and uh, was, uh, the, we were way past bud break, so the vines were all out and beautiful. And they were actually having a very early year, so there was, uh, they said in some places, Verasion was even taking place, which is hard to believe, but hmm. uh, the grapes were coming in and all of that. And so, I, I don't know, it's just one of those aha moments where you put what you've been drinking and what you've been hearing about and what you talk about and do wine tastings about, and then you go to the region and you actually, you know, stroll in the region and you, you ride around in the region and you drink in the region and this is, you know, it just puts everything, it puts all the little pieces together and you understand why it's just uh, just so wonderful. I mean, it was a it was a, a highlight of my trip. I really enjoyed that and that, that French art cafe thing, which was so bizarre, which but was lovely. I mean, it, these, these are just uh, fabulous things that I'll never forget. And, uh, you know, it was awesome. just a, a wonderful, wonderful trip. I think that's cool when you now open a, a bottle of Beaujolais. You yes. will 
totally remember your trip, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. it's going to smell the same. Yeah. Yep. You know, that yep. essence of I'm where you I'm going to remember there's travel. green. Oh, it's also green mm. and beautiful and yeah. rolling hills and just everything that you uh, – and but, but not like going to uh, Napa or Sonoma. I mean, it, it just wasn't. It was – it's different. It's different the way that they um, – uh, put the grapes on the hills and the way that it rolls and it's not, you know, acres upon acres, you know, there's patches of acres and it's just, uh, it's all green and it looks like a big state park is what it looks like and it's just, uh, mm. it's kind of like Venice. You know, Venice has that beautiful water that you just never see anywhere else and this is sort of that green that I doubt that I'll ever see again except maybe in that region. It's just very memorable. I'm into the green. When you see green, I, I there's just I no, I no. get into a different state, you know. That's why yesterday hiking through the desert and it just was so yes. green. Everything was yeah. so green and in different shades of green. Like you know, so saguaro cactus is nothing but needles, you know, going up its side. But you just want to go hug a, a cactus, and that's yeah, not a go, good thing. Go ahead. You there's, know, that's a you know. <laughs> that's there's, there's something to be said for this patchwork quilt kind of landscape, mm-hmm. where everything yes. has a chance to balance because you're working on different elevations, yes. and it comes together like a really good painting, balanced, as mm-hmm. opposed to I once saw a painting called My Little Corner of the World, and the whole thing was flat blue, and it was kind of like, well, that's boring. <laughs> so, you know, that patchwork look where, you know, here's a little bit of a, here's an office building, here's, here's an old historic building, well, here's a little, yes. you know, patch of graves, here's a little house, is way more pleasing yeah. and far more balanced. Mm-hmm. You totally. describe it beautifully, Nancy, because that's exactly how it is, exactly. It's a patchwork footwork of, of beauty, that you don't mm. see in our American vineyards. You just once they find that a uh, an Appalachian works, they just go yeah. for it, you know. And it's just and, and not that it isn't beautiful to look at, but it's not real. This felt more um, yeah. local, more real. And if I'm describing it correctly, unbelievable. Just just unbelievable. Mm. Excellent. Everyone, uh, River, uh, Viking River Cruise, check it out for France. And you'll be able to read Linda's article on BigBlendNetwork.com and also in Big Blend Radio and TV Magazine will be featured in the fall issue, which comes out for September and October. Again, you can keep up with Diva Linda. Go to allingoodtaste.info. She's also on Twitter at Linda Kassam and Facebook and Pinterest and Instagram. She Instagrams cool pictures of her travels as she's traveling, so you can follow her journey step-by-step. Glass by glass and bite by bite, <laughs> or shopping by shopping, <laughs> shop by shop. Thanks so much for joining us, Linda. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Look forward to talking All to right, you we'll, again. Yeah, we'll talk soon. Au revoir. All right, Au revoir. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.